We are continuing, uh, hopefully, the series Summer on the Mount, in which we've been talking about the Sermon on the Mount, uh, where Jesus talked about basically how to live. And it wasn't just about our faith, although it obviously is a lot about our faith, but it is about better ways to live. So we talked about anger, and he's like, don't hold on to grudges, don't hold on to hatred. If you're angry at somebody, it's almost the same thing as killing them. Now, obviously, it's not the same, but in your heart, you're kind of killing them. And so then that grows into hatred, and that grows into grudges, and that grows into um, blocking your heart off. And once you hate one person, it's easier to hate another person, and et cetera, et cetera. And most of the people that are, like, really hateful, and we see them uh, in politics and in the news and everything, they look at people not as people, but as numbers or as groups or as types or whatever. And so that's an easy way to, quote, unquote, justify that. And so don't do that. And Jesus talked about that. And so, again, that's a faith thing. But it's also about, uh, that's a better way to live. And then we talked about loving your enemies. And that's very hard because most of your enemies aren't going to love you. And it doesn't mean that you're going to be best friends with them. It doesn't mean that you're going to go hang out with them. It doesn't mean that you have to even like them. But loving them means that you don't hate them. You don't talk bad about them. You don't carry grudges against them. Again, you can cut them out of your life. That's fine. But you do that without spreading rumors or talking behind their back. You just show love and, and you can pray for them and whatever you're comfortable with. Um, and like I said before, like with forgiveness, forgiveness isn't about the person. You don't actually even have to tell the person, especially if they did something awful. Um, you don't actually have to tell them. You just have to let it go in your heart. And it takes a while. It's not like a boom, you're done. It takes a while to work to that. And it's not for the person. It's for you. And so Jesus is saying all of this. And then last week we talked about uh, greed and just being generous and giving to people and helping people. But more than that, it's not just money and it's not even just time. It's seeing needs. And so one of the things you notice in a lot of adults, seeing needs, one of the things that you'll notice in a lot of adults, and sometimes especially Christian adults, is they'll have this mindset of, well, I had to struggle coming up, so they should have to struggle. Or I don't have what I want, so they shouldn't have what they want. And so that's bad. It's not about, again, it's not about giving. It's not about that. It's about seeing that someone is in need and caring about them, loving them, showing them hope, showing them peace, all of those things. And so, um, now this week we're going to talk about judging. And so Matthew 7, 1 through 6, Do not judge others and you will not be judged, for you will be treated as you treat others. The standard you use in judging is the standard by which you will be judged. So basically he's saying, you've heard, probably heard people say only God can judge me. In a way, that's kind of a, a blanket excuse to just do whatever you want, and so that's not the way to live either. But what it means here, what Jesus means here in terms of judging sometimes Christians can be kind of the judgiest people. And so they're like, you should look this way. You should dress this way. You should act this way. This is what it looks like. This is how you should be. All of these things. And then they hold you to that standard that they don't even reach. And often it's people who are failing in their own lives. And so they're holding even more of a negative standard for other people. Um, I know that in my life, I've been judged by hair, by being single, by all of these different things that have nothing to do with your faith, but it's very judgy. And so... Um, Jesus is like, he's not saying don't have judgment. He's saying what you do in your life is what you do in your life. Now, you can help other people. You can give advice to other people, but don't judge them based on whatever. Like, don't be like, well, that person's always going to be a sinner. Or their past sucks. Again, you can cut people out of your life. You don't have to hang out with them. But not judging them means you don't carry that judgment. And here's kind of a, a key to that or a thing to note to that. Nobody controls the first thought. So when you see someone for the first time, or when you see someone you haven't seen for a while, like a year, when you see someone uh, do something, like you have this immediate thought that pops in your head. And sometimes it's positive, sometimes it's negative. Um, but 
you can't control that. And so sometimes people think, man, I've already messed up. I had this thought. But you can stop yourself. You can't control that first thought, but you can stop yourself from holding on to it. You cannot build other judgments on top of it. You can be like, oh, man, you know, I can't really think that. I should get to know them, or I should just not think about them, or whatever. Um, in our society, so I used to be a reporter way back in the day, and we used to have to have, like, three confirmed sources before we could even post a story. And this is in, like, a little kind of junky city. And so... Um, now it's kind of with Twitter and social media, it's like first to, first to post is kind of the story. And it's been proven that most people believe that first story. Like their judgment is this is true no matter what. Um, and so even if it's proven false later, they hold on to that. And so Jesus is like, don't do that. Like how you judge other people is how you're going to be judged. Uh, the way you treat other people is how you're going to be treated. Not necessarily by them, but the way that the, the standard that you have. And so going to the next part. Um, and why worry about a speck in your friend's eye when you have a log in your own? How can you think of saying to your friend, let me help you get rid of that speck in your eye when you can't see past the log in your own eye? Hypocrite. First get rid of the log in your own eye, then you will see well enough to deal with the speck in your friend's eye. Um, one of the things I said earlier just a second ago is a lot of times people will really be struggling in something or they'll have messed up or they've done something they know is wrong and they can't really face it. And so instead of facing it themselves, they start judging other people more harshly. And they're like, I'm going to fix them. I'm going to make sure they know they're a sinner. I'm really going to say, hey, I'm going to pray for you, and I'm going to tell them they're wrong. And you hear this a lot uh, in our world, in the churches, and politics, and all these things, where people uh, are just yelling, trying to be right. They don't care about anything else. They just care about being right. And so what Jesus is saying here is, again, not don't help people. But when you're talking to someone, don't pretend like you're perfect and they're the only ones messing up. Like if you actually care about somebody, like if you have a friend who you're seeing make bad decisions and you're like, they're going down a bad path, judging and like being hypocritical would be, hey, I hate you. You suck. You're going down the wrong path. Uh, being a good friend and the way Jesus is saying is not Oh, hey, everything you do is awesome, but instead, hey, you know, can we talk about this? I've struggled before. I've dealt with this. And, like, talking about it, and if they are like, no, I don't want to, then letting it go. Now, you can still care, and it can still be hard, and it can still hurt, uh, and you may get another chance, but it's letting it go. One of my favorite stories in the Bible is Jesus with the woman at the well, and they're talking, and in the course of talking, it's revealed that she's had adultery five times. And so he's like, hey, you've had adultery five times. And she's like hey, so what do you think of uh, the, the mountain and what the Jews think and what these other people think? Completely changing the subject. Now, a lot of people, and again, a lot of Christians sometimes, would be like, no, 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 we're going to go back to what I'm talking about because I need to prove to you that you're wrong and that this is wrong. Jesus didn't do that. He's like, okay, let's talk about that. And again, it's not that he didn't care and it's not that he just let it go. He brought it up, he made his point, and then he treated her like a person and he cared about her and he didn't have any logs in his eye like he was perfect and yet he still gave other people grace that's what we do because all of us screw up at some point and so it doesn't mean that every single person you meet you have to tell them every sin that you've done but if you're really trying to help somebody and you're really talking to somebody instead of coming at it from a, this is how wrong you are be like hey Let's talk and then share about your own life. Um, with my mental health struggles, like I talk in a lot of classes and with a lot of people about my mental health struggles, there are people who will talk about that even if they struggle with it and they pretend like they don't. In fact, I've had pastors before, not here, but pastors before say, hey, as a pastor, you need to act like you don't have any sins or struggles or anything because people need to see you differently. And I don't think that's true. Like, I think people need to see that you're a person, and they need to see that you're real, and that's how you help people. That's how you're, you're meeting, and that's what Jesus is saying. He's like, 
don't judge the people. You can notice when they have an issue, but if they don't want to talk about it, don't force the issue because it's not about you being right. It's not about you being perfect. It's not about you fixing them. It's about you guys helping each other and seeing them, building a relationship, taking care of your own thing. And maybe you'll learn something in that process too. Um, the last part, uh, don't waste what is holy on people who are unholy. Don't throw your pearls to pigs. They will trample the pearls, then turn and attack you. So that sounds kind of harsh, but what it really means is um, if you tell someone in the wrong way. So like, let's say that, that you have a really close friend and again, they're doing something wrong and you're not being real about yourself necessarily. You're just going to them and saying, hey, this ticked me off. I don't like what you did. Uh, you know, you're a jerk, you're evil, whatever you want to say. Uh, and then saying some kind of advice, like this is what you should do. They're not going to listen to that next thing. That's like giving a pig pearls. Like a pig doesn't care. A pig's a pig. And so he's saying, when you go at people, like when a Christian goes at somebody all judgy and like, you should be perfect, you should look this way, you should act this way, this is what a Christian really looks like. And then the next thing is, uh, hey, I know what I'm talking about, I've been in the church for a long time, and then the next thing is, hey, let's talk about how to help you. They're not going to care, like they're just not going to listen. Imagine if somebody comes at you, and they're just being so negative about you, and they don't say anything about themselves at all, and they clearly don't care about you other than as a number to invite to church, or a number to talk to, and they're really trying to prove their case, um, just, just, uh, that is not helpful and you're going to hear that and you're not going to care. Like you've probably had people in your life come to you and like they make comments about your hair, about the way you dress or about something you've done and then they act like they're your friend or they act like they're trying to help you and really they just wanted to prove that they're better or show that they're better. And so Jesus, again, is not saying, hey, everybody should sin and do what they want. He's saying our job is to be an example, not just in the way that we live, but in the way that when we mess up, we allow people to see that we're not perfect. And when other people mess up, we allow them to have the chance to make it right. Um, one of the things I've used before and one of the things I'll say here, uh, if uh, Cooper um, falls down a hole everybody kind of laughs. It's like, oh man, that's so funny. Assuming that he doesn't die. Like, it's kind of funny. If like Seth is with him and Seth stubs his toe to Seth, that's not funny. It's tragedy. And so that's what we do. Like when we mess up or when we are, have a bad day or when we're kind of jerky to somebody or we do something we know we shouldn't, it's like, you should understand I was tired or you should understand I did this or you should understand I did that. But when somebody else does, it's often you should know better. Like, you should be better than that. And so, again, it's not about just doing whatever you want, but it's about having that same standard for everybody and giving those people grace and being like, okay, they messed up. Are they willing to try to make it right? Like, are they willing to learn? Are they willing to grow? And some people aren't. Some people aren't. But it's about being an example of why. Uh, one of the things the Capital C Church fails at over the course of time is setting itself up as this perfect organization where everybody is perfect and everybody outside of it is not. And that messes up because it's hard for people to get in. And I know I've been in a church where it's like you have to wear a suit and tie every single week. And that kind of sucks. And I preach the same whether I have a suit and tie or a t-shirt on. And yet people think this is what it's supposed to look like. Or this is what your hair is supposed to look like. Or this is how you're supposed to sound. Or whatever it is. And Jesus knows that's not what the church should be. That's not what the church can be. That's not what we can be. And so it's just about... Having judgment, having good judgment, but being honest, being real, and hoping people that get right. Not pointing out things just to make them feel bad, but privately talking to them about things so that they have a chance to 
uh, heal, to learn, and then allowing them to kind of control the conversation, and then you do what you need to do for your own safety and your own relationship and whatever, but just being that example of what the point is to be right, what the point is to be a Christian, what the point is uh, as an example. Um, and so Beatrice is ready for me to be done, so that is all we, I've got.